I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 147, Practice Makes Perfect. Welcome to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. This podcast is a resource for families who are on a path to optimal wellness, but still aren't able to reach their physical and mental goals. I'm Heather Mitchell, and with over 10 years experience in nutrition and exercise and a certified master health coach, I'm uniquely qualified to help you and your family achieve optimal health. So for the next few minutes, set aside your concerns and learn how you can self-repair your body and mind and experience greater joy in your life. Welcome back to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. I am your host, Heather Mitchell, and I'm excited to be back with you today and share with you just some more enlightenment, some things that I've been thinking about that hopefully will help somebody out there listening. All right, before we get into this week's podcast episode, I want to remind you that this is the last call for anybody wanting to join the five-day Whole Foods Reset, the group detox. We start on Monday, November 7th. It goes through the 11th, and it's going to be an amazing five days of cleaning out your system in a gentle, healthy way and having support and accountability to get you through that five days of this elimination diet using Whole Foods. Um, and getting rid of the things that we might have some addictions to, it's a good time to really check in with yourself. And I like to do a reset every single season. So my next one will be in the winter, probably around February. And then we have a spring, which will start probably in April. And then we go into summer, which is like a June, July, and then back to the fall. So you won't have this fall reset come around again until 2023, this same time next year. So if you really want to try this out, do it now. Go to healthcoachheather.com and click on the fall reset. You'll see it right there at the top of the page. Use coupon code fall reset, all caps for $20 off and join us. And then you have the materials for life. You can do this whenever you want and as often as you want. Okay. Now, what else do we need to talk about coming up? Just some awesome things I have planned for you. So just stay tuned. You guys know I have a big, big announcement coming up after the fall reset. So stay tuned for that announcement to come. What else? Well, I am fighting a little bit of a cold still. So bear with me. If I have the sniffles during the session here, but we're going to get through this and it's going to be awesome. I do have another awesome wellness workshop week coming up December 5th. It's called Stop Worrying Week. So Stop Worrying Week is a full week of me guiding you through meditation, through tapping, through some breath work, a lot of different things that I do to help release stuck stress in the body and help get out of worry and anxiety. So put that on your calendar too. You're going to start hearing lots of announcements for that coming up. It is Stop Worrying Week and you can just keep checking my website because I will be posting that week coming up. All right, let's get started on this podcast episode. Practice makes perfect. I like that old saying. Some people have switched it up to perfect practice makes perfect. Um, 
yeah, it's all true, whatever it is, okay? So practice makes perfect. Let's think of something that you don't feel like you're very good at. What is it that you don't feel like you're very good at? Is it playing an instrument? Is it being social with people? Is it going and learning something in school? Maybe going back to school and you're struggling in a certain subject like math, right? We all feel like we're bad at math. I I hear that all the time. Um, What are you feeling like you're just not good at? I want to tell you about the school my kids go to. They go to a charter school. And I was there for the groundbreaking of this charter school. I already had my kids registered before it was even built um, because they were going to the same school, but somewhere else. And they were building another one closer to where I lived. So I was already there for the groundbreaking of my children's high school and elementary school, which are right by each other. Okay. And I got to see a lot, a lot go on in the time there. So when the, when the building was first built and my daughter started kindergarten there, it was, they had an idea for how traffic would flow and where you would drop your kids off. And it was going to, in their minds, it was going to be this smooth, easy thing. But after day one of that school being opened and day one of seeing how traffic was, was coming in and out, there was absolutely no way that their plan for the traffic would work. Because what they had planned was people would come in off the main road and then they would come into like the school parking lot and they would just drive around to the front of the buildings and drop their kids off. Ha! (laughs) What they found happening with this plan is traffic was being backed up on the main road so bad, so bad that none of the kids like could get to school on time because of the traffic. And so it's causing accidents. So many people were complaining. They were mad. Um, because it was so backed up on the main roads, even just to get into the school. So they had to quickly come up with a new plan and they tried a couple of different things, but then they finally found a plan for the direction of traffic. What they would need to do in order for this plan to work, however, is to get, they would have to hire three cross guards within the parking lot itself. And it's a big school. So you would drive in, you drive in, And instead of turning right to kind of go down and go drop your kids off at the front, you have to go around a roundabout now. You have to go through a roundabout and then you have to drive around the side of the school, around the back of the school. And if you're going to the elementary, you're going to go clean up the back parking lot, which is pretty far. And if you're going to the high school, you would go this other direction, kind of when you hit the back of the school. So now we have all the elementary parents going clean to the back of the parking lot, around that back parking lot, and then back up through the side of the building. And that's where they would drop their kids off. Like it's where kids come out of the cafeteria for lunch and go play on the playground. It's not the front of the building. It's the back of the elementary school. So they come up through the side of the the buildings to the back, and then that's where they they get dropped off now. Okay. And This plan works better because it gives more space for more cars to get off that main road and to get into the parking lot itself to drive around. I promise there's a point to this story. They had to hire three cross guards. And you wouldn't think that job would be difficult, but actually the crossing guard gentleman who's at the roundabout, he has the absolute hardest job, I am convinced, in one in the world. (laughs) 
not the world, you know, not, not the world, but it's a hard, it's a hard job. And I've watched this same guy. He's been there forever, it seems like, but I've watched him really grow into his position of being the crossing guard at the roundabout. He has to know exactly when the light is turning green for parents turning left, not parents turning right, because they come through the roundabout. He has to know when to stop the cars on one side to let the other cars through to get to that stoplight. When it's green, it has to be green. He has this timed down perfectly. So it gets as many cars as possible and doesn't hold up traffic too bad so it gets backed up on the main road and then lets them through. Um, the other cars come through to take their kids to school. Anyways, there's so much going on in the brain, in my opinion, to make that position right there work flawlessly. And this guy has totally mastered it. Now, in the beginning, he didn't. In the beginning, it was all over the place. He was letting cars in and out here and, and through there, and the stoplight was red still, and it was backing up within the parking lot and on the road, and it was like chaos. But I watched him get better and better at this position. And now he's a pro. And he deserves a Christmas present every single year from everybody because he's really helping the school keep that one spot so flawless. And that is the most important spot of all the crosswalks for those cars to keep moving. So props to that gentleman, whoever he is. If you know him at ALA, North Gilbert, please tell him I'm talking all about him on this podcast because he's amazing. Okay. So anyway, he practiced and practiced until he got really good at that spot, okay, at his post, letting people in and out. And now it's flawless. Now he's good at this, okay? His brain can work and think of a lot of different things at one time to make that flawless. That's one example of something that has to be practiced over and over to get really good at. And you might be thinking, well, that's, that's nothing. I could do that. You couldn't, I promise. You would be frustrated. You would be up in arms trying to figure this out. It is one of those things. There's another example of my son. My son is learning to play the piano and he does have an ear for it and he's pretty darn good at it, but he's not perfect at it yet. And he's getting into classical music now. And a week before our church talent show, I signed him up to play the piano with his permission um, and bribing. <laughs> I had to bribe him a little bit to do that. I wanted him to play Claire de Lune. He was kind of learning this song and it was really all over the place. He wasn't totally good at it yet. So it was time for the talent show and he was the last number in the talent show. You want to like end the talent show with, with something really strong and good. Well, he gets up there to play the piano. He gets maybe, um, an eighth of the way through the song and he stops and he goes, I got to start over. That wasn't very good. And so he starts over, right? And so we're all being patient and kind of waiting for him to get this. And he, he, he did pretty good. He stumbled over some notes for sure. And, you know, towards the end, we were like, this is so slow. Come on, is it coming? But he was really getting it. He was getting it in. He was doing it. And I was super proud of him for doing it. And it did sound good. But if you listen to him play Claire de Lune today, because now he's played it over and over and over, it's so beautiful. I can't just listen to it one time. I have to ask him to please play it again. And if I'm feeling anxious or frustrated, I will go to my son and I will say, can I just sit and listen to you play Claire de Lune? I need to calm down. I need to just breathe. 
and he'll play it for me. And it's so beautiful. And it like just speaks to my soul. But he had to practice and practice and practice to get good at playing that particular piece. So there's no shame in doing a program or doing something that gets your weight completely down. And then you completely drop the program. You went back to your old ways and you gained all the weight back. Okay. This happens to the best of us. And this is not the time to beat yourself up and say, I just can't lose weight. I just can't maintain weight. You just haven't found whatever needs to click in your brain to maintain a lifestyle so that you can maintain your weight loss. Okay. You're not there yet. And none of us are. To be honest with you, very few people I know have totally figured this out. Even bodybuilders and bikini models and whoever, you name it, they have not totally figured it out because everyone's body works different. These are precision instruments and we need to know what to give our bodies to actually get us to the place we want to get to. This is not just about how skinny can you be. Of course, as you're eating healthy, you'll get to a really good healthy BMI. You'll look fit, you'll look good, but it's not about how skinny can I get? Because there's a lot of skinny people who have GI issues, who have gas and bloating and diarrhea and constipation. They're not healthy on the insides. We're talking about how do you get yourself to like optimal health mentally and physically? All the cells, all the organs, they're all doing their job just right. And if you listened to my bonus episode this week, we talked about cutting out inflammatory foods. Go listen to that episode because it's going to help you know which foods are causing the issues for you. And you need to Start cutting those out in order to start seeing some changes. The problem is, is you don't want to cut them out. You don't want to stop doing the things you know are destructive to your cells in your body. And that's where something hasn't clicked yet for you in order to maintain your weight loss, in order to lose weight. You feel like you're going to have to suffer in some way because giving up something you love is um, suffering to you. Okay, you're, you're turning that into like a suffering situation when it doesn't have to be at all. So we just haven't found what works yet. You might try diet after diet. You might be a yo-yo dieter, chronic yo-yo dieter. And those are the people I really love to work with because we need, we're going to find optimal health for you. We're going to find what works for you. Everyone's body is unique from the moment you came into the world to your habits, your eating habits, the way you think, the way you move, you're not the same as me. And no two people are. Like we all have a different way of doing things and we have to find the way that works for you. So do not beat yourself up. Programs are there just to kind of get you jump started to learning this stuff, to, to showing you that yes, your body can lose weight. Oh my goodness, it's doing it. But now can we maintain it in a way that feels easy and fun for us? And what is the way? That is where I like to work with clients, like finding the way to maintain that weight loss. So you never have to continue to yo-yo diet. But yes, it's good to experiment to see that you actually can lose weight. Your body can do it. So this is, this is not any different than me trying to grow a business, right? A thriving business. I might send out an email with my fingers crossed that maybe, you know, they're 50% of the people will open my email and read it. And then they'll take action and they'll come work with me and they'll join a program or they'll do something. 
they'll take action in some way. And maybe one person will. And I say to myself, I could beat myself up. I could go, Heather, you're just not good at marketing. Nobody really wants what you're putting out there. Nobody really cares. They don't care about their health. And, you know, you don't know how to present it. I could sit there and beat myself up. But that's not going to do me any good at all. I just need to keep going to find the way. What if I told you that I've been at this since 2018, 2017, 2018, and I still have not found the way? Would that surprise you? It would. Because you think that results should come quickly for people who are putting themselves out there a lot. It doesn't come easy. We have to figure it out as entrepreneurs how to speak to our audience, how to get them to take action from a place of they, they can't wait to take action. Yeah, they'll spend money. They want to spend money because they know that you're going to give them the results that they want. And it's hard to find the right words for each person to get that reaction from them. So we keep going, we keep trying, we keep finding the ways, the way to speak to people so that they know that they can come to us and get the help that they need. We're all kind of tricky that way, aren't we? Like we don't spend money or we don't invest in things until like we feel it deep in our soul. Like, okay, it's time. I got to do it no matter what now, right? And like everything has to align, right? The price, the timing, the whatever. Like it all feels like it has to align just right. When really it doesn't, it's just a thought in our head and the decision to want to change and make the change, even when it's uncomfortable in some way and just doing it, going all in. So that is what might happen. I might do like a Facebook live or an Instagram live or a reel or something. And I think, wow, um, hundreds of thousands of people are going to watch this reel and they're going to like it and they're going to, they're going to take action. They're going to want to come work with me and no one will, right? Like no one, no one has like from my reels at all, but that's because I haven't learned the right way to connect to people through reels yet. I haven't learned the way to do a reel the right way to get to speak to whoever I need to speak to yet. I'm just planting seeds right now. I have no idea how many people are watching and what they're thinking. This is how you need to think about your weight loss and your, and your maintenance. You haven't found the way yet, but you're willing to keep going and you're willing, willing to keep trying and bruising your ego here and there as you go, no matter what, but you don't give up on your dream, you don't give up on yourself, ever. This is where practicing over and over and over will make perfect results for you. Practice does indeed make perfect. So what did we learn from this podcast episode today? We learned that things don't happen overnight. It might be that you do lose weight pretty quickly, but learning to maintain that weight loss is going to take the rest of your life. Are, are you okay with it taking the rest of your life to figure out what your body likes, how to be intuitive with your body, how to move your body, how to feed your body? If you're willing to go down that road of this is a journey for the rest of my life, you are going to be just fine. If your brain starts to panic because you're gaining weight that you've lost and saying things like, you just can't do it. You're not enough. As those negative thoughts come in and you start to just not care anymore. Well, that's, that's a dangerous place to be. That's where disease comes in. That's where 
a quality life starts to go downhill as you age. You start feeling the stiffs and the aches and, and the effects of low immunity and maybe triggering some autoimmune issues as well. We can't have you go that, down that road because negative thoughts, and if you, did, if you saw my post today on Facebook, it was all about, you know, what do we do for shingles? Well, I've worked with many people who get shingles and those shingles are triggered. I can tell you right now, 100%, they're triggered by stress triggered by ex- excess stress, excess heavy, big emotions that a person is experiencing. And when you combine that with an inflammatory diet, you're eating a lot of sugar, wheat, dairy, you know, you're eating oats, a lot of just grains that aren't gluten-free, you're going to start to have a reaction in some way or another. Now, maybe you're eating healthy, but you just have this excess emotion going on. You can still get shingles. You can still get shingles. You can get all kinds of skin stuff coming up through just emotions. So this is where I love coaching people again. Let's help you get to optimal health. If your body's not working optimally, if you have a condition or diagnosis of some sort, let's try to get to the root cause. That's exactly what I want to do for you is help you get to the root cause of whatever it is you're experiencing so that you can live a life of freedom and optimal health. All right, Um, go out there and practice. Go practice, practice, practice maintenance mode. Practice, practice, practice weight loss. You already know what to do. If you don't know what to do, go back through and listen to some podcast episodes. Some of those things you need to get better at is exercising, practicing exercise over and over and over, over and over and over again. All right, until you really get good at going and exercising every day. Practice balanced nutrition over and over and over and over again. How is your plate supposed to look in the morning when you eat breakfast? How is it supposed to look for lunch? How is it supposed to look for dinner? When you get the balanced nutrition piece in and you know exactly what your plate is supposed to look like, it gets easier and easier. You're practicing over and over and over how to calculate all of this. And people track their macros, right? How many carbs, fats, and proteins? Can I get more protein in? How am I going to get that protein in? You practice. You practice, 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 practice. I didn't get my protein all in today that I wanted to, so I practice again the next day. I jump back in and practice until I get it right. And I become consistent at getting it right daily. You know, that's, that's the key right there, is that consistency piece to find the maintenance to find what, what, what your body really does love and enjoy. But if you're not willing to put in the effort to practice, you'll never get the results that you want. So you must practice over and over and over. You can't give up on yourself and say, this is too hard. And you also can't be sloppy and say, well, I am eating healthy. Because if the truth is you're not tracking and you're not really sure how much protein you're getting, you're being sloppy about it, you have no idea. You won't get the results you want. You have to practice tracking You have to practice. And even if you don't want to, you practice anyway. It's like practicing the piano. It's like practicing your emails to your clients, like trying to find the the right, the right words to say. It's it's practicing being that cross guard, right? Knowing in your brain, this is when I gotta let the cars go. And the same thing goes for food. This is when I gotta let the carbs go. This is when I gotta add in more carb. This is where I have to add more protein. This is it's a flow of a beautiful balance and figuring this out. And it's the rest of your life. And I promise as you continue to practice, 
I will say this again, the results will come. Don't forget that. All right, my friends, have a beautiful rest of your weekend and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I want to remind you again that this is the final call. If you want to join the group fall reset and do it with the group, we start on Monday. So you need to get your materials today. Go to healthcoachheather.com to learn more.